0: What's up, boys and girls? We are live from iSIMS Inspire, beautiful San Diego, California. I am Joel Cheeseman, your co-host. Joined as always, Chad Sowash, and we are happy to welcome Angad Madra to the podcast today. That is a strong name. Very I strong. I don't know if we've
1: ever had a strong name
0: <laughs> as a strong I name. I God connected to mine Angad Joel God Madra. Cheeseman. Joe Ma- God. <laughs> On <laughs> god, welcome to the podcast. You're Thank with Ardent you. Healthcare.
3: Your title would be Director of HR Technology and Analytics. Love it. Out of Nashville, Hot Tennessee. Chicken Tennessee. See. Howdy bees. It's the only Hattie
0: one. Hattie. So we are we are at the end here of day 1. Uh what were some of your major takeaways? Things that you learned, things that blew your mind up. Talk about that.
3: I think some people might have said this already, Ray Amas, Just looking at the data. Uh-huh. um one of the things that was intriguing was looking at her data of the population that's coming into the workforce from a age standpoint, and then hearing that same analogy from Johnny Taylor, but talking about, hey, we should focus on uh, not just the college campuses and not just the Gen Zs that are coming in, but yeah. also focus on... 40 above 50 people above the age of 50 and I think as an industry we've just neglected that population so it's caused a lot of chaos in TA to freak out about candidate pool and here's a amazing amount of people you know who have a lot of experience are ready to work and we're not paying attention to that so I thought that was really interesting
1: I think we it, there's a selective neglection that totally, happens. Totally, selective <laughs> neglection. I like that. Yeah. We're going to we're going to neglect you, and then <laughs> you, yes, and then you. <laughs> right. So it's it, it's weird when we find value right in certain right. segments of the workforce. Talk about what your passion is, especially on the technology side of the house. What, why, why does tech, especially in this
3: space, because mm-hmm.
1: not everybody thinks it's sexy. I do I'm a geek Uh, Obviously you are too What's your passion around it?
3: It's cause I'm Indian man (laughs) It's in my blood You know I was in HR And people are like People are like Are you in IT? And I'm like Man maybe I do need to switch to HR IT at least And blend those two worlds Like so, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, that's it, we're gonna stop the podcast now, that's too good. We out. <laughs> No, I mean, when I was in HR, that, that was a comment that I got a lot, you know, that people good. would find out I'm an Indian, they're like, yeah. oh, you're an IT? I'm, no, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> uh, but uh, but even within HR, I just really enjoyed. And profiling, ain't profiling cool. <laughs> Um that's why I shaved my head. Look like Middle Eastern now. (laughs) It's a sexy head, I'll tell you. Yeah. You resonate. There's problems, you know. Sunburn. Yeah.
0: Um feel like I'm in between a couple of band roll on deodorants.
3: (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think being in HR, it is a people business. Recruiting uh was awesome, gained a lot of experience, but for me personally. Doing the same thing having the same conversation pulling up the same interview guides. I just needed something else so I would like play around in the system and I'd play around in the system and stretch the system and really fell in love with technology that supports Recruiters to do that do their job better So my passion is taking technology and making it work for people who are like my favorite phrase is, Oh, I didn't know it could do that like, so that's my passion is helping people find what the system can do, which they already have. They've already paid for, but it's underutilized.
0: You have previous experience at Dollar General, which is, I assume, a 180 from the, the work you do now. Yeah. But compare and contrast recruiting at Dollar General oh. versus what you do now at <laughs> r and <laughs>
3: Wow. That is, uh, so yeah, I was a recruiter for Dollar General, uh, finding store managers in the middle of nowhere. So it brings a very unique challenge. And, you know, the the labor market is very different. The pay is very different. So you have to be creative. And and Dollar General is a machine. I mean, they have 18,000, 19,000 stores and our metrics were... Ridiculous! Like I'd have a thousand to twelve hundred stores that I was recruiting for, and my goal was to be ninety nine percent staffed, which me- meant I could only have ten stores open without a store manager. So the the strategy there was not to sit around, wait for a store to be open, but was to build really deep relationships with yeah. your district managers and yeah. say, hey, if your store manager's t- sneezing the left instead of right, I need to know so we could have a backup plan and we can figure out this before the store manager leaves. So, it was wow. a very different very different situation to yeah. now uh, being at Ardent Health, our, our number one job we're, we're looking for is... You can guess it. Registered nurses, right? Yep. Um, yeah. Um, and even though I am not recruiting, you know, I'm, I'm helping the teams recruit using the technology that we have. So one of the, you know, I mean, we're paying crazy amounts of money. If you add up our sign-on bonus and retention bonus, I mean it adds up to the store manager's salary, right? So we're we're spending a lot of money to to bring these people in, and we saw at Isom's Inspire the yeah. the stats from Rhea and Johnny Taylor of like how many jobs we'll have open by twenty thirty, yeah. the gap that there's going to be, so. I think our challenge is, again, how do we build those relationships with these people and bring them in and not just do what other people are doing? You know, your standard campus recruiting and your standard all right, here's indeed, I'm going to dump all this money and and do the things that you're competing with everyone else. How are you going to make yourself unique in the market and bring people in?
1: So we talked to an energy company earlier today who actually bought a university because... They knew they had to pipeline. I mean, that's you want to talk about talent pipelines. They bought the apple tree. They basically. they, they wow. well they bought the entire farm planted the the <laughs> seeds, watered them, right? So when you take a look at nursing, mm-hmm. right? You take a look at the entire healthcare system. We need to do vocational better, right? We need mm-hmm. to get deeper. We need to get into to high schools. We mm-hmm. need to get into the Is there any way that you think the healthcare system is actually going to move that far down deep and because we need to
3: it it already is our ceo yeah. is looking at and and if if you look at some of the things ardens already piloting virtual nursing so we already have hospitals where certain elements of the nursing job where you come in and you debrief the patient on uh-huh. what's going on are already happening over a screen where a nurse, we have a nurse who's disabled, who cannot be physically in the hospital. Okay. So we've created a virtual nursing position for that person. Did he say virtual? Yes. Oh. Is <laughs> Go there gl- on.
1: Are there
0: VR glasses involved? Is there a goggles set? <laughs> Is there an Oculus headset in here
3: somewhere? And I remember this. I, was, I, I went to the hospital not too long ago for something and I had a person on an iPad getting all the information from me about you know my insurance my driver's license I could take a photo of with that iPad send it to her and she did all of that really while I was in bed and there was little monitor sitting next to me so I know there's the industry is changing rapidly wow. uh-huh. with how we use technology another thing that our organization is piloting is if you think about your time at a hospital a nurse is coming very frequently to check your vitals yep. so they are creating this technology that's a size of a button little coin that sits on your chest and it can monitor your vitals much more quickly and efficiently efficiently than a nurse every couple hours so that not only is helping the patient and if something goes wrong we don't we don't have to wait two three hours to find out you could really know about the vitals you know whatever happening in the, in the moment that oh, it is, yeah. and the patient can get the care. So AI, you know, technology is really changing even how um, patients receive care and how we're um, helping nurses have flexibility yeah. in their jobs and, and do some of the things. It's
1: just some of the tasks. And again, we, we, we talk about how automation, it's not going to replace jobs. It's going to replace tasks. So you still... That, that, that coin might not be able to take blood, right? Well, like correct. a phlebotomist or, yeah. or what have you. But Emily Holmes might say it take <laughs> blood, but we don't have to go there. <laughs> okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating?
0: <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. TextKernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God.
1: Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, TextKernel uh. brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. TextKernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel
0: is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey.
1: Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit texkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos.
2: (laughs) Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today.
0: We can go wherever you want. Your name is on God. We went
1: full <laughs> theranos on that one, kids. But I mean it but I mean yeah. I mean that, that that's that's amazing and and being able to having the prospect of having an RN who who whether they have a disability or not right. can be off location. Exactly. Right? Right. And, and they can service many Right. You know, I've I've actually been in London to a hotel where you check in on on an iPad and it's it, it, it's somebody in, a, in another location and more than likely they're doing a registration desk for many mm-hmm. different hotels Absolutely. right and so uh, it is it, it is i think a phenomenon the, the big question is will will we adopt it or do we even have a choice
3: I, mean, I don't think we have a choice yeah i mean already so many things are if people hate chat gbt oh well you hate it man it's out there <laughs> you know do you have a choice you can hate it or Maybe try it. Yeah. You know? You can not use it or you can use it. And in- see how it makes your job easier. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. And, and and learn the hacks, right? right? Of yeah. Making your job easier. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you could put the genie back in the bottle. I think that's kind of where we've come to. It's yeah. it's now trying to figure out how to ethically move forward with it. And more. I, I personally think there's going to be more and more jobs. Just like there used to not be jobs where... People in every department were looking at data and analyzing it. It was the statisticians that Uh had these crazy equipment and they were trained on it. Now, everybody, I I can pull up Power BI, Mm -hmm. dump a couple spreadsheets and make myself look like a statistician or a data analyst, right? I think it's going to be the same thing with AI because it is so freely available. We're going to have more and more jobs Uh where we are training people how to better leverage it, how to put safeguards around it, how to ethically use it for our company. So we're using it well Mm -hmm. and there's going to be this specific skill set that people have. Or maybe you have a person who knows how to put prompts into an AI system and use it in a way that's more effective. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to happen and people don't like it. Oh, well,
0: I still have a rotary phone because I believe the voices that come through a mobile device are from the devil, but that's another (laughs) podcast, Chad. (laughs) So we know that from the pandemic, this incredible stress on nurses, a lot of nurses left the profession because of that stress. What's happening now in terms of getting them back to the profession? I assume a lot of them haven't left permanently. Maybe it's a timeout. What are you guys doing in terms of marketing mm-hmm. or recruiting to get them back into the into the job?
3: Yeah, absolutely. That's a good question. I think a lot of people did leave partly because of the burnout that COVID caused, a lot of uncertainty. Oh, God, yeah, dude.
1: You see, nurses... And just medical medical professionals like on TikTok or on YouTube or whatever, I mean, literally going into depression right in front of your eyes. I would do. I mean, yeah. it, was a,
3: it was a tough, tough
0: year. Yes. A couple years for them. And are you going to OnlyFans recruiting the nurses that have gone to OnlyFans to come back to <laughs> I the I don't profession? think that you can
3: bring them back. No, no, you can't do that. Um, but- Make the make ones sense. that did go to Dollar General guess, <laughs> and become a store managers, they're probably wanting to come back because okay. they're they still have that nursing license and yeah. they have the degree, yeah. they have the skill set. Some of them actually cared about that job and want to come back yeah. without the added stress of COVID yeah. and all of LinkedIn rubbing it in their face that life is so great with my pet working at home while they're yep. taking care of all these people not knowing what's gonna happen to them, right? So Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So when when it comes to recruiter hacks Mm-hmm. That's that's got to be like one of the favorite things. Got to got to get you all excited inside when it comes to when it comes to using tech. Yeah. Right? What's your favorite like the thing that you've done throughout
3: your career that you've created like a recruiter hack within a system? Oh man, that's I love that question. Uh, when I was at Assurian, uh-huh. um, it's a tech company in Nashville. Uh, we were doing. Three to five hundred interviews a day. Holy shit! We had a team that just did interviews. It was high volume role, right? Yeah. Um, one of the things that we would do is pull up a Word document, start typing in the interview notes, save it, go to the email, attach the document, send it to an email address. The other team that was that was that was the recruiters' role, the, the yeah. interviews' role. Yeah. Then we have another team that their only job was to go into that inbox get that attachment scroll all the way to the bottom look at if it was an extend offer or don't extend offer and then go and extend the offer did you have people faxing as oh well oh my goodness it, <laughs> and, and it, but but just hearing the process it's painful right yeah. your, your eyes twitching yeah. yeah, but one thing i looked at was there is there absolutely has to be a way we can automate this so what i did was created a Microsoft form, put the entire multiple interview guides in there with radio buttons, with branching questions. And a a quick hack about Microsoft forms is if you go to Microsoft forms and create a survey, Mm -hmm. if you start there, the responses will go to a static Excel file. If you go to SharePoint, to an online Excel file, and insert a Microsoft form. Every time the response comes, it goes to a SharePoint Excel file, which is live, and you don't have to download the responses. So that's what we did, is an online response file. You can filter it by extend offer, and you could zip through all the extend offers, who do I need to extend an offer, and now I have a really quick way to say how many interviews did we do today, how many were extend offers, how many didn't extend offer, and we turned it into a whole dashboard just for our three to 500 interviews a day. So not only were we able to quickly do them, extend the offers, but also get metrics on them. So that was how much, how much time was, was saved? Not time. I'll tell you, we saved $500,000 a year. That'll buy a lot of beer off
1: of that hack. Amen, brother.
0: Yeah, curious your opinion on the gig economy. We talk about companies like Nomad Health, Caduceus, et cetera. They're sort of fiver for the healthcare system where you can contract, bring them in, pay them hourly. Like, are you bullish on this trend? Is it something that uh, you you're going to get behind as a company? Or not?
3: I think we will if it gets to that, right? You got to be creative. You got to look at all your options. Like if something's not working, you got to pivot. So our CEO has been super forward thinking in even just getting that button for vitals or getting nurses on a screen. So I don't think it's out of the question, but again, like it, it'll depend on how that could benefit the organization in our future. But I mean, we talked about nursing shortages. We're already look we already have nurses working in our hospitals uh-huh. that we recruited from outside of the US. They got trained, they brought they got brought into the US as a work visa situation and they're in our hospitals working. So we're already recruiting people from outside of the US because we don't have nurses in the U.S. to fill all the jobs that we have. And how are you doing that? Feet on the street? No, jo- it's, through, it's through a company who takes care of that whole process. Okay. Yep. And so they have figured out what regulations, what education, what skill set is needed to qualify for the requirements in the U.S. Do you want to name names? you want to keep it a secret for our listeners? I don't. I have names for you guys. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we don't want other healthcare companies yeah, yeah. to know it's that. It's a secret. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to give you that. All right, everybody. That is God Madra. He is an Ardent Healthcare. God. for our listeners that want to connect with you or know more about your company, where would you send them?
3: LinkedIn. I guess everybody says that, but yeah, that's the only platform I'm on. So you could uh, search me on LinkedIn and I'd love to connect.
1: Just look for
0: that sexy bald head, kid. Sexy bald head. (laughs) Can you dig it? I know that you can. All right, Chad. That is another one in the can from beautiful San Diego, California at the iSims Inspire conference. We out. out. Wow.
3: Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chad and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bugfights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuggle-heads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt, but save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite Western, you can't quit them either. We out.
0: The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. Now.